this movie was basically a middle-aged man's divorce-fueled fever dream about what if there was an earthquake and I could get my wife back. <laughs> so Redemption fantasy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I man, and that, that shipping container's just going to squish him. This is, this is totally like, this is like, I'm up at one o'clock in the morning thinking about all the bad decisions I made in my life. And what, oh. If I just got into shape, I would look just like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I just get my wife back. Hello, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the What a Disaster podcast, where we watch, discuss, and review a disaster movie as close to weekly as we can possibly stand. I'm Gregory, and as usual, I am joined by Richard. Hey, Gregory. And also Liz. Hello. So for this episode, uh, we're shaking things up a little bit by watching the 2015 Dwayne The Rock <laughs> Johnson movie, San Andreas. The Rock. Oh, yeah. The Rock is shaking things up. In uh, this guy as Ray Gaines, Ray Gaines, not a not a Ronald Reagan reference. Well, maybe a Ronald Reagan reference. I guess I don't know. Um, but yeah, so this super quake flick uh, definitely adds credibility to our theory that the um, like the chances of surviving a cataclysmic event are pretty much directly related to one's proximity to uh, anybody that can pilot a helicopter. It's true. I mean, so far we've had movies where. Miracle Miles sticks out the most to me, where they were running around looking for somebody who pil- who piloted a helicopter. Yeah, that, for- that movie was pretty much just about getting to a helicopter. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyway, in this one, The Rock uh, plays the role of a Los Angeles Fire Department search and rescue specialist. Uh, his name is Ray Gaines. Yeah. This is like during his period of his career too, which I think he's still in that period, right? Yeah, it's where- 2015. He can do whatever he wants at this point. Well, he doesn't want to be called The Rock, right? He's Dwayne. Oh yeah, he's Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, he is definitely. Yeah trying to distance himself from The Rock, at least in movies and stuff, although his, like, Instagram and Twitter handle is all still The Rock. Right, yeah, fuck that noise. So he's going to be The Rock this whole time? Uh, yeah, he is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And anytime you refer to Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you will call him Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Do you guys understand me? There are rules for this podcast, and yeah. that is numero uno. Yeah, we went over that. Well, I mean, when you build a personal brand so strong, you just can't let it go that easily. One might say that it's as strong as a rock. One might. One might. <laughs> None of us. None of us would say that. So after uh, what is an impossibly high magnitude earthquake uh, starts to destroy most of uh, you know California, but it's in like an alternate universe where everything is primarily made of like sugar glass and the most crumbly concrete the world has ever created. Cookie walls, basically. Yeah, pretty much cookie walls and sugar windows. Yeah, it was a delicious um, universe. <laughs> yeah. So Ray decides to uh, punch and steal his way to San Francisco to rescue his daughter, who had just made the trip up there with a really big dirtbag stepdad. Uh, not like a creepy stepdad, just a dirtbag. Mr. Fantastic. Oh, was he Mr. Fantastic? I thought he looked familiar. In the, in the first Fantastic Four movie, yeah. He has oh, a great, great look for Mr. Fantastic, gotcha. actually. So yeah, uh, along the way, Ray uh, rescues his estranged wife, um, Emma, who is played by Carla Gugino, which I did uh, look up to see how it was pronounced. Good so job on that, by the way. Yeah, thank you. I did them. I said, uh, yeah. So she joins him on his multivehicular crime spree to rescue their daughter. Also, good job on uh, multivehicular. That's a... That's a good, that's a tough word. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, I do what I can. I, I try and, I practiced it a lot last night. So this movie was made in uh, 2015. I was probably made in like 2014, I'd imagine, but. But it was released, it was released, <laughs> it was released in, 2015. in 2015. Yeah, all the CGI, yeah, you're sure. 
Uh, the writers were Carlton Cuse, who uh, he wrote the screenplay, the screenplay, but he also, uh, Greg, he did Briscoe County Jr. Yeah, Briscoe County Jr. is one of uh, one of my favorites. Yeah. I wish that they got more more shows, more episodes. Really, like Ash versus the Evil Dead is second to Briscoe County Jr. in terms of shows that I wish would have made a comeback. There was a time in my teenage years where that man could do no wrong. Yeah, Bruce Campbell was he was my hero. He comes up all the time on this podcast, actually, because we love him so much. I mean, we've brought up Evil Dead, I think, in the yeah. past. Um, Maybe he'll come on and do it with us. You should write him and ask him to be a yeah, guest. I'll shoot him a shoot him a thing. Good old, good old Brucey, a call. Hey, Brucey, here's my house. It looks nice. It's not dangerous. It's not in the woods. It's not you know. Yeah, there's all the cursed books in the other house. Exactly in the other house. We with took them Christine. Out. Christine put them in the cabin in the woods. Yeah. Yeah, and the only people that go there are our um, elderly parents who just read through our books all the time. Yeah, <laughs> and those teenagers from that local high school. In the open, to to introduce Ray Gaines, we of course have to have an extremely difficult situation where we find that he is still search and rescue, but he used to be military. Now he's L.A. Fire Department. And he is with the same team of people that he was with when he was in the military. So they're a well-oiled machine. They know their stuff. And they they find that this girl who was – she was driving like a dick. She kind of deserved it. Yeah. I mean, uh, how do you end up on the other side of a mountain? Not driving well. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you certainly weren't paying attention to what was going on. Although there was a rock slide <laughs> that got her. Actually, what I didn't like about that scene was this girl was driving very irresponsibly. Oh, right? yeah. She's texting and driving. Uh, she almost gets into like three million accidents. I feel like, and probably more that we didn't see. The worst right? For her. You knew she was gonna. She was gonna get. Also, I will say I'm impressed with how strong that woman's body was, because yeah. I feel like if I, shit, if I stopped my car too hard, I would die probably. But she drove off a cliff. Her car tumbled end over end over end fell off another cliff and tumbled some more and then <laughs> stopped immediately uh, trapped in the most precarious of positions in a ravine. Yeah, that's um, not the first time this movie does that either. There's a couple times in this movie. No, that is the like, first time it does that. But, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's it's the not the last time, last time it does it. <laughs> that's the first time the movie does that. It's not the last time. It's kind of like a family guy joke where like where she falls, like where the the mom character was falling through the building and she was falling through floors. Yeah. And every time you think she's falling through the last floor, she falls through another fucking floor. Yeah. Or that building that just keeps <laughs> sinking. Right. <laughs> that's spoiler alert. There's a building that gets that gets destroyed by water and earthquakes. If you're a building and you're in this movie, <laughs> you are. Yeah. Oh man. All the, I've got to say, I'm impressed with all the the buildings in this movie. From, <laughs> yeah. they, I mean, they they had to have put their their bodies through a lot. This movie, Greg, did you know this movie cost 110 million dollars? I'm not surprised by that number, but I know it could not possibly wait, wait. have made it back. Let's play a little game. How much did it make opening weekend, guys? What do you got? 125 million dollars. What do you got, Liz? Three dollars and forty six. That is not enough because that's less than the cost of a movie ticket. Price of rights. Price is right. Rules. Liz wins, but we're not guessing the price of like detergent. So Greg wins. It was uh fifty four million dollars. You can have some detergent if you want. Yeah. Oh, is that is that United States or is that global? That's just USA. All right. So come on. What's million the global? I mean, but that's only half, right? So they expect to recoup. You generally want yeah. all of it and more. On Otherwise, why would you yeah. make it? But then it, uh, oh, that was opening weekend. Okay. Yeah. But gross was one fifty five, so they got some. So money I won back. either way. Yeah. Get yeah. out of my face! I said one twenty five. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, cumulative worldwide gross was four seventy three. So they, yeah, that's the kind of movie these, that these that, movies really clean up worldwide. Is what oh, I noticed because yeah. yeah. they are making a sequel, and that's got to be why. Once it because nobody, I think people in other countries just love to watch the United oh, States yeah. crumble. I mean, 
I like watching it. I I yeah. I don't want to spoil my review at the end of the movie here, but I really enjoyed watching this movie for some reason. I could not stop. It was great. The Rock. That's why. Because I mean, I do love The Rock. So I thought sorry. we all agreed that we were only to refer to him as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Full disclosure. I say a lot of things. Also, full disclosure, I do love Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And uh, given half a chance, I would definitely hang out with him. Given a quarter of a chance, I would hang out with him. Given an eighth of a chance. One twenty-fourth. All right. So what happens in this movie? Some things do happen in this movie early yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Actually, um, there, there are a couple little things that we get to know. A little subplot about uh, some... Research, I have, I have some notes on this one, actually. There are some researchers who have decided to try and find a way to... They have a theory that magnetic fields fluctuating in a weird way can predict earthquakes, which I uh, was looking at on the internet, just did a some quick Google search, and apparently in about 2002, there were some, some uh, Greek researchers who were doing something similar or attempting to do something similar, and it absolutely did not pan out. It has been debunked like a million times, and all the researchers and scientists that watched this movie were just like, yeah, no, this... First, it couldn't happen ever, period, because no, but that uh, that predictive model would absolutely never, ever work. So you can either listen to a bunch of researchers or scientists, or you can listen to the guy who wrote roughly... 27 episodes of Briscoe County Jr. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Well, Dwayne The Rock Johnson never mentioned it. It was uh, Paul Pupilametti. What's his yeah. name? So Peanut Head Paul Giamatti. Giamatti, yeah. that's the name. They don't even see each other in this movie. No, they never even counter one another. Was he just added in in post just to, or like uh, reshoots <laughs> just to be like, well, maybe this stupid love story that is taking place over about eight hours is a little bit dumb to Kinda be the like primary Anthony focus. Hopkins in Thor. <laughs> but Eddie Hopkins got in the same room with uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were at least present in, or in each other's presence. So there's this point. whole so there's, there's this whole other side story with the scientists. A lot of these movies have that like kind of side story with the scientists doing research on right, the problem. Right. But usually they're like intertwined in some way. Like you encounter the 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 rescue man yeah. encounters the science doctor, yeah. and they have science doctor rescue man times, and he's yeah. like, "No, you're wrong," and science man is like. No, I'm right. And then they're like, okay, fine. And they do a rescue. Or hero dad a calls, science rescue. Or hero dad calls science science doctor. Right. And hero dad goes, hey, science doctor, since I'm also, since usually hero dad's also a science doctor, but not always. If he's also a science doctor, he's like, I don't have time for science. Could you do the science for me? And then the science doctor's like, you're the best scientist and the best hero dad. So yes, I'll help you. And other times he's just hero dad. But either way, they usually talk to the scientist. Oh, Hero Dad is almost always second best scientist, but first best leader of scientists. Oh. Second, because he's got his team. Yeah. And he goes to true. his team. I can I can buy that. Although in Geostorm, he was definitely. He was best everything. Yeah. He was. Yeah. yeah. There was no way that he was going to take second field. Yeah. He was the most famous person in the world that nobody knew. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He thought he could just get away with anything. We just talked about Geostorm again. That fucking movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. At the beginning, we've got Paul Pupametti. Paul Giovanni. Tutti Pudi. Giovanni? Giovanni. Giovanni. No. Giamatti. Ribisi? So science doctor Paul Giamatti and his friend, fellow science doctor, Asian man, whose name escapes me because I didn't look it up. <laughs> he's not important. He's, so he's like, hey, man, we can test our model if we go to the Hoover Dam because there's a bunch of little splishy, splashy earthquakes down there. That's the, Dr. Kim Park, and he's billed right above Kylie Minogue. Who is playing another character, Susan Riddick? She played like a waitress or something. I don't know. 
Kylie Minogue's in this movie. She can't get you out of her head. So what's the actor's name for the doctor? Will Yoon Lee. Will Yoon Lee. Will you? Okay. I'm not going to. If you're not going to, I'm not going to. Well, I can't leave. I've got I live here. Yeah. Um so yeah, they go to the 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 Hoover Dam. The Hoover Dam. Named by um Frederick made after Frederick Hoover, the uh the vacuum man. Old Fred Hoover. Old Fred Hoover. Yeah. yeah. Built the Hoover Dam. I think Richard's making that up. With his own money. Yeah, definitely he's making that up. So they go to the, the Hoover Dam to predict these earthquakes, and this is the first place where we end up with a quake, a big, bad quake. That they detect it just in time to get hit by Yeah, it. right. They, at least they know their model works. It'll give them about two seconds worth of, of information uh, before, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. There was an earthquake, and there was all that, and a lot of people running, a lot of people dying on that bridge. As it, well, a bridge is the dam, right? But oh, right, right. It's like a I mean, walking. it's, it's kind of like a bridge. I, I wouldn't fault you for calling it a bridge. Liz did, and we watched it. I said, oh, everybody's dying on this bridge. He goes, it wasn't a bridge, you fucking idiot. It's a dam. Well, everybody's running off the bridge, and Dr. Kim? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Kim Park. Kim Park. Doctor Kim Park is running off the bridge as well. No, no, no. He he. First, you got it. He was in the bridge oh, doing yeah, yeah. the readings, and he's like, "Holy crap, a spike or whatever!" But he's a hero All scientist. these magnets. Yeah, he's like, "I can't leave yet. I'm not done with the readings." He couldn't just leave the computer there and have it like stream the readings back to. This is 2015, Richard. The they didn't have that kind of technology. So the there were no mainframes and Wi-Fi then. They could have sent a Terminator in there to get the computer. No, no, no. These scientists in no way would have had access to the infrastructure that's in place at the Hoover Dam for sure. Right. I mean, yeah. he's allowed into a tunnel. So yeah, why would he like, be allowed on their Ethernet or Wi-Fi? Anybody into those tunnels. <laughs> right. Although I guess Wi-Fi would be tough to run through all that cement, all that concrete. You know they have repeaters in there. There's yeah. got to be maintenance guys down there that need it from time to time. I mean, they use it for radio communication. I'm sure there are a million reasons that it could be down there. They Whether call- it's down there or not, we'd have to have, If you're the manager of the Hoover Dam, give us a call. They were certainly talking on the phone, so there was some sort of connection. Yeah. Uh, was it on the phone or was it on a, a walkie-talkie? I don't remember. I don't remember. I mean, I guess I could look. It's not important, Greg. It's really not important. Let's just talk about that um, part for another 20 minutes. The important thing is that the Hoover Dam powers like 1.3 million people in Nevada, Arizona, and California. So they're fucked. And they, seriously, how are they going to get there? Guess where your Wi-Fi is now, bitch. How Fucking many, gone. How many people died in the hospital because they can no longer get power? Uh, well, hopefully the power uh, backup generators were all set up in the hospitals that had ICUs. Right. So For a but, while, at least, until yeah. you... So it's you run lot. out of diesel fuel yeah. that you can have trucked in if it weren't in the middle of a... The desert where we're not supposed to live anyways. Disaster movie. Disaster movie where everything's made of sugar glass and styrofoam. Gingerbread. Cookies. Cookies. Cookies and sugar glass. Gingerbread. So, so hero scientist, Dr. Kim. Now, I'm hang some, on. Hang on a second. I'm mad about this next part. You go ahead, Richard. I didn't mean to interrupt. It's okay. <laughs> now, hang on a second. That time I did mean to interrupt. <laughs> but now you can go again. All right. So Dr. Kim... Running across Dr. the bridge. Dr. Kim Park. He might prefer Dr. Park. He might prefer Dr. Park. Yeah, you're he right. He might just want to be called Kim. He might even be a doctor. You could be a scientist and not be a doctor. Plenty of I people think she said not doctor. Not everybody lives Does by Dr. Does it say doctor Phil on the IMDb? Yes. It says doctor, Richard. Come on. Right. Get over yourself. I've tried my best here to give him the benefit of a doubt. Yeah. Oh boy. Benefit of the doubt on not having an education. Yeah, exactly. So he's running off the bridge because after he stayed behind an extra little bit longer to get the, the readings. He's not running just yet. The big earthquake, he senses, he sees the spikes in their readings, a million little electromagnetic blip bloops, and he's like, oh God, it's a big one. Yeah. And uh, the guy from Sideways is like, all right, come on, get out of there. 
Right. And he starts booking it. And right. then the quake hits, and there's just a tremendous crack in the dam. It's a, tr- a tr- tremendous crack. Tremendous crack. It, it immediately crumbles like a cookie. That dam is not... It really... It's, <laughs> it's just... That, that dam that has stood for... How long has that dam stood? Uh, it was, Since the 20s, I think? Yeah, I think it finished in the 20s. They, they, like, they yeah. started talking about it in the aughts. It stood for over 100 years, has never seen an earthquake before, and that must have been... That must be it. Yeah. That I mean, it's a... It. That's it. Just it just crumbles, and everybody tries to run. A lot of cars don't make it. A lot of people don't make that it. That thing just fucking explodes. Yeah. Like okay, so there's a couple of cracks, and now suddenly all this water pressure is just way too much for this dam that has stood here for a hundred years, and it just explodes open. And if a bridge collapses like that, would it? Does it always collapse from the middle? Richard, it's not a bridge. It's a dam. You idiot. Will you I, hit him? Ow. Ow. <laughs> Sorry. So. When a dam collapses, <laughs> or a bridge, does it always, why does it always collapse in the middle of these movies? So you have time to run away? Probably from, because that's where the most pressure is on the water. I feel like, though, maybe it could also collapse from the part that's hold, held, holding onto the land. So there's like a lot of drag, a lot of pull. So a lot of times it would also pull away from that first. I mean, I don't know, because there's more water pressure in the middle. We need, we need, we need, more, we need a, we need, we a need proper the, scientist. So if you're the manager of the Hoover Dam, <laughs> <laughs> give us a call. It's just we have questions about how to blow it up. Yeah, I mean, not how to blow it up, but what would happen? No, no, if no, we no, do no, no. Blow it up? How to blow it up? <laughs> what will happen if we do blow it up? Not, not that we want to blow it up, but we want to know what it would, what it's like to blow it up. I just want you to know if you give us answers on how to blow up the Hoover Dam, you are sabotaging your own job. Yeah. So don't do that. We're posting that shit to the internet. Oh yeah, it's gonna. It's as soon as you tell us, we're gonna be like, "What this idiot did?" Yeah. We will not hold back. All I'm saying is the manager for the Hoover Dam is obviously short sighted. He's giving us all this. I don't know why he keeps talking. He lets people, whoever they want, down into the tunnels on the dam, wherever he wants. You know, it got a good scientist killed. That's what it did. It got a good scientist and a good man killed. Probably a bunch of good people on that dam at that point. Because this is where we get our first death. We were kind of leading up to that. Hero Doctor Kim Kim Park. Kim can't remember his last name. Hero Doctor Kim Park is our first like main like person that we see. Although definitely other people died when that damn fucking exploded because there were people in their cars. Yeah, but how many? Also, there was a car. Like I was watching everybody flee. And there was a car like right behind somebody and they cut away before it runs him over. But I like to think that it ran. <laughs> yeah, I think I want to believe that man was squished. Yeah, he's definitely. That he was our first death. Mc, McDead. Yeah, first McDeath. But uh, Dr. Kim Park is running, running and he goes back again to pick up a little girl to save a little girl. She has There's a lot of life to live. Kid. He's just Dr. Science. There's, always a, There's always a crying kid. Add that to bingo. Oh, kid, yeah, yeah. It always holds the protagonist up. Or, in Titanic's case, the antagonist. Mm. But he used it to his advantage. Yeah, he definitely stole that child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Save that child's life is what he did. Stole the child. <laughs> so, the, so I uh, we'll get there. Never mind. Go ahead. He, the way he dies is he's running off the um the dam that's crumbling and he football throws the girl to Paul Giovanni <laughs> just before like the dam crumbles and his foot gets impaled on from from rebar again so Re- yeah rebar everywhere you'd think that that stuff would hold up a little better because there is rebar in like every scene of this movie that's another trope for the disaster movie rebar bingo. let's think back to it harkens back to Cloverfield yeah. somebody heard on rebar and like rather than like just it's just rebar. Uh, Rhubarb. There's no second B. No, it's not like rhubarb. It's rebar. a combination of rebar and rhubarb. R-E-B-A-R. I want rebarb pie. 
Oh, I would love a rhubarb pie. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to eat it, but I'd love it. I'd love, love to look at it. The crust it's would be piece delicious. Of art, and it's going in my next installation. <laughs> a rhubarb pie? A rhubarb pie. He doesn't even try to pull his foot off. For the moment he's, moments he has left, he just tells the girl to look away. <laughs> Dude, I like stub my toe and I like grab it and cry for a minute. So I forgive him for that. I probably would react badly too, but he goes out like a chump. Yeah, he goes out like a real chump. A real... But he got that earthquake data. Thanks, man. I saved a kid and we have earthquake data. Like, <laughs> could be about wrong. Like, the earthquakes are a problem. But these scientists with this data never do anything to prevent future earthquakes, right? He uh, he did. Uh, the, the, the Dr. Paul Giamatti the, tried to, to go on there and do stuff. He, he, like, tried telling people and they didn't listen. But you couldn't, like, fix the earthquakes. No, I mean, what are you going to... How do you fix an earthquake? It's the know. earth and it's quaking. What, do you stop it? Okay, but nobody gives bad news like Paul Giamatti gives bad news. There's something about his super serious yeah. nuthead tone that just really drives <laughs> that danger home. He is a goofball. <laughs> <laughs> He's in everything, too. That guy doesn't ever have to turn down the role. Did, <laughs> didn't he play um, John Adams in yeah. the TV series John Adams? Oh, yeah. If there's a biopic, Paul Giamatti's in it someplace. I'm just going to call him <laughs> Dr. Science John Adams from now on. Sideways guy is pretty good, too. Yeah, sideways. Nobody's going to get that reference but me. <laughs> That's about a wine guy. He likes wine, I think. And he goes to wine country. He knows, right? He's like, I want the Pinots. Give me the Pinots. <laughs> it's the little grapes. So we are, um, yeah, the earthquakes are starting. Dr. Science Paul John Adams Giamatti John Gotti tries to save the world by telling people, hey, we can predict these things. Here's how. Also, it's about to get fucking bad. Because one of the only parts of the science in this movie that are accurate, the the earthquakes that happened in Nevada, or Nevada could yeah. trigger other earthquakes Cascading in a earthquakes. chain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is something that could happen. The only thing really that could happen outside of the rock saving my life, I'd let him. I'd let the rock save my life. The rock, if you're listening, please come save my life. Wayne the Rock Johnson. You, you know, know what? Like, uh, yeah. Get off your high horse. Just because I said it doesn't mean I have to follow the rule. But I'm going to police it anyway. Fine, police it. I don't know. Dr. John Adams' magical earthquake math is is very useless in this movie. Yeah, it, it really, I it had to have been added. Like, it had to have been like, okay, this movie's either too short or too shitty. Let's p- throw Let's John p- Adams throw. into it. Because in any other film like this, John Adams would have been calling up Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Paul saying- Paul Revere would have been there. There would have been somebody- Running down the street on a horse, telling yeah. people the earthquakes are coming, and he would tell you <laughs> that's basically what he was. But he would be telling the Rock directly. But he was John Adams, not Paul Revere. Come on, man, get <laughs> with the program. He would have been talking to the Rock directly, going, "Listen, man, the earthquakes are coming. No, no movie that would have happened, right? Yes. Or at least one any, scene, any disaster movie yeah. that we have seen that it wasn't reshot because it was garbage. They would have been. There would have been interactions. Yeah." He would have at least one interaction. Like, hey, man, earthquakes are coming. I'm giving you the heads up because fuck everybody else. Dwayne The Rock Johnson didn't have time to deal with Paul Giamatti's shit. So they had the actress that played the um, reporter that was touring with Dwayne's team go hang out with Paul Giamatti. Oh, wow. That was their, that was their connection? That's, that's the only tie that she, he had to the rest of the, the movie outside of there were earthquakes that and people That is tenuous died. at best. Exactly. So it's the uh, fifth degrees of John Adam. I'm also gonna. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm making assumptions here. I'm also assuming that though that team of military people had a bigger role in the original intended film. Oh, because they're just there for the opening sequence and then they're done. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Fight an earthquake with guns? I mean, 
they could have been on crazy search and rescue team guys yeah. and they could have all died along the way fighting an alien. <laughs> right. Right. They could have been fodder. They could have been flying helicopters. How many helicopters? They could have been like five helicopters in this movie. Those and there was two. Five helicopters that could have been crashing. Mm-hmm. There could have been way more explosions in this movie. That's my biggest issue with this movie. Not enough explosions. Not enough explosions. Not enough collapsing. Oh, plenty buildings. of buildings exploded. Not a lot of fire, though. There was a lot of fire, actually. I was like, man, that is a lot of fire at one of the scenes. I actually said that to myself out loud. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Where are we at in this movie? Uh, I don't know. Where do you want to be? We're just, uh, what, Paul Giamatti warning people in the earthquake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't we do magical well, I guess we could, we could go, math? We could yeah. go to um, The Rock and introducing his family and junkie stepdad guy. We will do that in a minute because we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Hello, Chris. I'm here with Dr. Lawrence Hayes, Executive Director for Earthquake Studies at Caltech. He and his research partner, Dr. Kim Park, have come up with a model that predicts earthquakes. They knew LA was going to get hit, but nobody listened to them. It's time now to listen. Go ahead, Doctor. Okay. Um, in seismology terms, what we're experiencing is what we call a swarm event. Um, Basically, California's entire tectonic plate is shifted. People need to know that the shaking is not over. And it's not aftershocks I'm talking about. San Francisco will get hit again, and it's going to be a bigger monster this time. Our models are predicting a 9.5 or greater. It will be so big that even though it's happening here in California, you will feel it on the East Coast. And we are back with... Super back. We're like so back, right? That's that movie with uh, that Jonah Jonah Hill? Yeah. Yeah. Super Playing back. Seth Rogen? What? Yeah. Jonah sure. Hill is Seth Rogen. Jonah Hill is Seth Rogen. You're not talking in your mic at all right now, Richard. Good. I, I mean... Adjust myself. So that's that's Jonah Hill as Seth Rogen, yeah. which is Jonah actually Hill true. Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen wrote that part for himself, but... It, oh, he, he was, was too, too old, old to play because it. he's... Old. Yeah, that would be creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So you gave it to Jonah Hill. That's a good choice. Yeah. Smart choice. Better choice, I think. Much better choice. <laughs> That's Seth Rogen. Yeah, then it was a good Seth Rogen. I thought he was here with me. <laughs> yeah, I knew you did. <laughs> let's let's do this. Hang on one second. So we're here with uh, Seth Rogen. <laughs> you got we got you guys, didn't yeah. we? We got you so hard. Yeah, it's the best impression I had. It was the best yeah. impression I've ever heard. I heard really. it spot on. I've been working on it. Yeah. Uh we could we could do um Monsters versus Aliens. That's kind of a disaster movie. <laughs> it is you kind could, of a disaster. You could do your Jonah Hill throughout the whole thing. Let's <laughs> do that one more time. That's great. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> Liz's is not as good, but it's still strong. <laughs> there it is. But that's not what we're here for. We're here to talk about... Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. In the first movie that we actually watched of his, but I know it won't be the last. Oh, it can't be the last because I've watched Rampage and it was great. Yeah, we're definitely going to do that for Rampage, show. Rampage did not give me everything I wanted, but it gave me enough of what I wanted that it was okay. Did he pilot like four different vehicles? Ah, <laughs> uh, gosh. Yes. I think he, he, a couple. He definitely flew a helicopter. So far. A chopperopter. So far, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he's only two vehicles into this, right? No, no, no. So far, he, he's he's just been in the helicopter in the at truck. this point. No, no, no. We're, we haven't even gotten, like, we have been rambling a lot. We have been digressing very much. We haven't gotten to the, the family points oh. where, like, we are introduced to his daughter and yeah. his, his estranged wife who is now getting a divorce and the dipshit stepdad. Uh, it's... 
he's Mr. Fantastic. Then he comes Mr. off the Mr. Fantastic, nice. the architect. He, he, yeah. Initially, yeah, they're like, this guy seems like a decent dude. I'm like, all right. He's, he's I mean, he's he's not deliberately rubbing it in that he's rich, but. I think that's where, that's where we're at now for sure, though. So we totally. Yeah. Yeah. So we see the shot where The Rock goes home and he goes to his house and he looks at his daughter's stuff. He gets divorce papers in the mail. A lot of like visual storytelling elements that kind of. I mean, it's not very good life. visual storytelling elements. It's really, but it's it's very uh, blunt. <laughs> it's just it's too heavy handed. Yeah. To be good, it comes off as cheesy instead of. You don't get effective. any of the Rock story at all. You don't understand like why he's slept with his wife. He just had to feel supposed to feel bad that he doesn't have his wife. He could have been a total they, dick. They do kind of cover why they got a divorce to an extent because he's too busy being a hero. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. No, it's because his daughter drowned and he didn't know how to deal with it because he was there and he was the one that took her out on the water. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! There was actually more to that. You talk just about the daughter drowning. Threw it away. I forgot about that. Threw it away. Down. To be yeah. honest, I didn't even notice that part. Boom! Slipped right you, by. You guys didn't even watch this movie twice. <laughs> we watched this movie twice. I'm usually I'm the one who catches those little details, but you got it this time, man. I did not realize that the daughter. You can go drowned. get in your hot wired pickup truck and drive right the fuck out of here, <laughs> Rickard. Well, why is my pickup truck hot wired, and why do I have a pickup? Because truck? Because you stole it <laughs> anyway. We're talking about Dwayne meeting his family. Yeah. So his daughter calls, rambles about a bike or some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. she calls. I mean, it's just trying to establish the relationship. Yeah. But, so here, when we first meet that actor and Rosa- I was going to say Rosario de Dawson, but what's what's her damn name? Uh, Alexandra Daddario. Is that right? So... She's laying out sunning in a bikini. I'm like, oh, great. We're going to sexualize his teenage daughter throughout this movie. And they didn't end up doing that, which no. is great. But, but that was you, our first impression. Right. Like, it was just boobs and waist. It was just a very... The shot was also very like it wasn't like her face; it was just her body. Yeah, there, there was there was a lot there it's that from a low angle. You're telling a story. You're telling it deliberately. You have time to make these changes. You chose to do this. This is the choice you made to show off a, a girl's body who's supposed to be basically a like a 19, 20 year old. You're just sexualizing the Rock's daughter in the movie, and I was like, eh. But they didn't continue doing that. So no, the that's sexualized person in this movie is probably the Rock. Another it's, indication that this movie was not. Um, it was not given to us in the form that it was initially thought it was going to be. It was not well planned. Yeah, th- this movie definitely got reshoots and rewrites, and a lot of work went into making it better. That's why it's so expensive. I mean, his daughter, sto- his daughter's story is kind of it's kind of shallow. We have to find out throughout the movie, and it seems like they were building into something with her and never really explore her as a character. Yeah, so I was like, awesome. She's going to go down to, because the, the like the, the doc, Dr. Science guys were from California Institute of Technology. I was like, oh, cool. So she's going to be a student there, and we will, that's where The Rock is going to encounter Dr. Science. And then yeah. he never encounters Dr. Science as a Maybe he'll rescue him in his helicopter or some crazy shit or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it never happens. She goes to some school in San Francisco. And it, it, she didn't even make it to school. I don't think she's like they stopped. Didn't even show the college. Yeah, I, I, I was. I had to ask Liz. I was like, she was going to go visit a college, right? That's what, like what she was going to go do, and and didn't even talk about it. Didn't even visit it. She didn't. She went to like her stepdad's office, and and that's the thing too. So when the Rock meets, does meet the stepdad for the first time in this in this movie, he's not really the stepdad. He's still his. Um, yeah, they're just a boyfriend, but they're he's moving a, in together. A, yeah. He finds out they're moving yeah. in together. In this in this section, yep. he gets the divorce papers and then finds out they're moving in together like the same day. 
and is thrown into a crisis. A crisis of emotion. Of yeah. emotion. The Rock is very upset. He's very upset. I'd be upset. But the stepdad comes off as super reasonable and nice. Very nice guy. He offers to drive the daughter to college because the Rock can't do it because the world's um yeah he gets he's apart. getting called in to go rescue people at the Hoover Dam because the world they're vibrating. like okay we need as many people here as we can get please the Rock come save all these people who is not at all in a hurry to go do this. I mean, you, you got the timeline. It's like you just you you go when you get yeah. out there. There are people there. I mean, what do you want him to do? Run? He's so got to like, get on an airplane, same as everybody else. I have it in my notes. I was like, either, either I call him the stepdad because I wasn't clear on whether that he was married to her yet. But no, not yeah, yeah. I go yeah. either Mister Fantastic is going to turn out to be like a really nice guy, but he's going to die. So he's going to open up the, early on in the movie, so it opens up the relationship with the with the stepmom and the Rock to get back together, or he's going to turn out to be a complete fucking asshole entirely irredeemable and he's going to die or just going to do something at near the end of the movie like in Titanic where you just end up hating the guy and that opens up the relationship for The Rock. Yeah, they just pulled in a, they just pulled a complete 180 with that guy. Yeah, they, um, totally unpredictable, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> but it, it didn't end the way it started with Captain Nice Guy, Mr. Fantastic, the nice guy. But they made him out to be way too nice. So it was way too threatening to The Rock's relationship with his stepmom. Yeah, I, I, with the I don't know why movie. all the romance subplots in this movie just completely didn't need to be there, but that's not the point. We met them, and so the Rock's daughter is now taking a road trip with soon-to-be road stepdad, trip. and the Rock She's is not comfortable with it. getting ready to go to the Hoover Dam. Yeah, he's and ready take to Hoover, care of the Hoover Dam biz. Yeah, does he actually ever make it to the Hoover Dam? No, no, he doesn't make it to the Hoover Dam because the earthquakes hit California and start wrecking. The entirety of, well, actually, it seems like all of California went all the way to San Francisco, really. Yeah, because this is where the movie starts to go kind of fast, as far as, like, it was really slow at the beginning. The first 20 minutes, there's a lot of, like, pros, a lot of, like, here's the Rock's family. Isn't he the best dad ever? He loves his family. Yeah, like, the Hoover Dam blows up within the first 20 minutes or so, but then it's it's a lot of character establishment. Yeah. And the, the main earthquake stuff doesn't really hit home until like the 35 minute mark or so um once it does it's just movies like hits the pedal yeah it's just like here's earthquakes here's bad shit this whole time is just it it was it was definitely in your face with all that constant bad shit it's It's almost two hours i think uh, of runtime you think the rock's gonna rescue you in this situation no it's gonna have to be the next situation this bad shit just got upgraded yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) the bad shit gets upgraded for everybody across the board the rock gets bad shit his daughter gets worse shit I guess now we can get to the 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 the, the bad shit. The daughter's yeah. up at wherever she is with mother's boyfriend. The mother's boyfriend's a famous architect. Is that what he is? He's yeah. an architect. He's a famous architect. When they're on, they're on a private his private jet flying out to uh, his business. Famous architect with a private yeah. jet. I am gonna go out on a limb and say that probably doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. So he's going up. He's going on. He's going out to this um, to his place of business, which is close to the college. That's what makes sense, right? Uh, He's flying her out there, and when he's talking to her, she's like, "Did you ever have kids?" And they're really heavy-handed about that. He's like, "No, my kids are my my kids are my buildings." And la- then when he tries to be a dickhead later on in the movie, he's a, he turns out to be a complete fucking dickhead. It's kind of like the red flag that maybe this guy's selfish when only looking out for himself. Yeah, I think he's uh, subject to the rewrites too. Yeah, this, this movie's a little Christiany, and and, and it's not it doesn't, it's not heavy-handed. It doesn't slap you over the head too too often. That scene, and and a lot of times in the movie, people just go. Oh God! Or will God save us? And, and even the scientist, uh, Doctor um, John Adams, yeah, God was, save San Francisco. Yeah, he's like, he's like, how are we going to ever be okay? Is anything ever going to be okay? And his response, as a fucking scientist, is 
God save us. There are scientists that believe in God, believe it or not. They, it, absolutely, yeah. but that's not your. That shouldn't be your answer. <laughs> hey, you know what? Answer. It was too late. So what else you got? <laughs> that's pretty. I'm like, going to science you up a dome that'll stop the quakes, guys. At least maybe don't start panic. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of into that movie now. So <laughs> make that movie. Can, next. can we please San Andreas two? The San Francisco Dome. San Francisco Dome? San Francisco Dome sounds good to me. Domacisco? Domacisco. Yeah. That sounds like somebody trying to say Domo Arigato. Domo Arigato, Dr. science o. <laughs> Shut up, Greg. No, whoa. No, whoa. <laughs> so now I think we're all caught up with the character yeah, development, we, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got, now we've got a We characters. meet one more person. The wife, she wants a divorce. She sends a divorce. The Rock, he's the man. We meet two There's more people. the stepdad. And the daughter is about to meet two more people that are characters throughout the movie. Uh, ben and Oliver. Oliver. Yeah. And Oliver gets her number, the little brother. Gets her her number for the big brother. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all you need to know. They're, I think they're, they're English. They're, they're British. They're, yeah, he said they're from England, which was very vague, but yeah. good enough. Uh, most Americans are probably like, okay, England, I know where that is. The brother, older brother was there for a job interview. The yes. little brother had to tag along, no babysitter. And the little brother talks to the girl. Uh, what is her fucking name, the daughter? Because she, Blake. Blake. He talks to Blake for a while and like, kind of talks her into giving her number to the older brother. Right, the older brother goes in for the job interview, leaves uh, Oliver alone with Blake, and Blake and Oliver talk for a while. They chat about their their plans and blah, 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 blah. And Oliver's what, 12, 13? Yeah, he's a young kid. He's, yeah. he's definitely either just barely in puberty or about to be in puberty, I yeah, think. Early but, on. You know, I can't judge that stuff. But uh, the reason why that's important is because when the older brother comes back, Blake does give her him her number, but it's like, honestly, Oliver got the number. Oliver did all the heavy Oliver lifting. did all the heavy, and really, she's probably just going to play the long game. Like, she's going to date Ben until Oliver's legal to date, and then she's just going to switch gears and be like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to oh, rob that cradle. Kind of like the Star Wars maneuver. Right, like yeah. what happened with Padme and uh, the, the guy that ended up being the Darth Vader. Yeah, the Anakin guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Anakin guy. They were, yeah. She was just like, you're young now, but... But you're going to grow yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Look at that moppy hair. That's, it's floppy and beautiful. Can't wait to see you as a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, you. <laughs> that would be so gross. They picked such a young kid to play. Oh Anakin. yeah, it was super <laughs> weird and creepy. All right, anyway, we're 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 back on track. The Rock you is uh, about to to do stuff, but right now his daughter has to get into trouble and reveal that the stepdad butthead Mr. Fantastic is a butthead. Oh yeah, because she's in that. She she. They're getting ready to leave. They're, they're in, in the parking, parking garage, which turned out to be the, the worst fucking hit. place. It. Or the best, because yeah. it's not in a building that collapsed. So True. that's good. That's a yeah. start. Uh, so they get in the car, and they're about to pull out. The earthquake starts. It's scary. I mean, I'm sure earthquakes are scary. I've never been in one, but they got to be a little frightening. Yeah. And uh, some debris falls and crushes the driver of the car. And she gets pinned into the seat because it pushes the driver's seat back into her legs, and she can't move. She's stuck in the car. And Mr. Fantastic is like, you know who's not so fantastic? This guy. This guy. And he books it. He says he's going to come back for help. And I think he intended to. He did. But as soon as he started panicking, he was like, fight or or flight mode? Flight mode kicked in for him big time. To be fair, he was running around the building trying to get help. He found a security guard, was pulling him back to... And parking the, yeah, structure, yeah. and then the security guard gets crushed by rubble. Yeah, right he pulled him. him. He pulled him there. If he hadn't pulled him there, that security guard would have lived a long, healthy life. He would have had a kid. Yeah. And, and he was like, the shock of the rubble, his face was all bleeding. He could have just mm-hmm. been just 
confused. Oh yeah, because yeah. he didn't wa- he didn't run out. He like wandered and staggered out of the building. So I still didn't hate this guy. This movie goes out of its way to make sure you hate this guy by the end, though. Oh yeah, like they, pretty much right after this is like this is the last time you see me. You're like, oh that poor guy. It just it sucks that he ditched her, but I at least him. get it. Just him. Him and nobody else. There are scenes in this movie, just him, nobody else, yeah. acting like a yep. dickhead. Just, what? we haven't talked to Mr. Fantastic. I ain't seen him act like a shithead in 10 minutes. Yeah. Let's watch him, like, throw a guy into, like, rubble the, or oh something. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> this, like, weird wind is coming. I better go steal his spot on the building, throw Kill him man. into the street, yeah. and let him die. Like, yes. This architect is a murderer now. He's a brutal, <laughs> brutal man. He's Kratos. So he, he's not helping, but... Lo and behold, uh, was it Ben and Oliver? Ben and Oliver. They heard him say her name. Blake's downstairs. Blake's she's, in a in a. She's yeah. trapped. Yeah, we got to get her. You guys have known her for ten minutes, so you should risk your lives to go save mm-hmm. her. And I mean, also if his job interview only went ten minutes, that's a bad job interview. Yeah, once again, another crush leading a young man into danger. Mm-hmm. All these movies have some like young love. Just, but if he hadn't gone down there, would he be alive today? True. He does. You don't. Yeah. A lot of people survive in this movie, which is, it's either one or the other in these movies. Everybody yeah. Lives, it's everybody lives or everybody, or everybody dies. dies. Right. So yeah, they run down there and actually like they, they found a clever way to rescue her to use the, the, the jack in the car to jack up the rubble. I was like, oh, it's actually, that would fucking work. That's what you should do. Yeah. I was situation. like, oh, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah. Use the bottle jack. I was actually really happy with that. I was like, Yeah. Okay. And then he popped I mean, the tires and yeah, got the, the car to lower down. I thought of that. This was like, let's air on the tires. And th- she figured it out. And I was like, ah, oh, I would have just cool. been like, well, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> so, my, honestly, frankly, my she, responsibility is my brother. Uh, I have to get him out of here. I want to, like, he would have been less of a dickhead than Mr. Fantastic. At least send his brother out. He should never brought his little brother into a collapsing parking garage, but yeah, I don't think you would have made, I feel like none of us would make smart decisions no. in that particular scenario because they were right in the thick of it and the movie kind of keeps you in the thick of it, which is great. So all we've got now are uh, several different subplots. We've got the the main plot, which is the rock saving Blake and Blake keeping herself alive, I feel like are kind of co-plots. Right. And then there are the subplots of um, Mr. Fantastic wandering around like a dick. Uh, murdering people. He's just, he's a serial killer. He, at he this does a point couple terrible things. We never have to revisit this man again. And then one of the terrible things he does, does is he pulls, there's all this rubble going down the street. Yeah. There's like this giant gust of wood, probably from a yeah. building collapsing or something. And there's a guy hiding behind a, like a corner of a building to keep himself safe. He just runs over, grabs the dude and throws him out into the street, lets him die. So he could have his spot. That's brutal. <laughs> It was brutal. And then we've got uh, John Adams. Didn't they, didn't he go in and hack the airwaves or whatever with it? Sweet bro, grab your laptop. That's yeah, I think where yeah, that kicks yeah. in. Yeah, somebody like there's there's got to be some hacking, right? Yeah, Otherwise, it's not a yeah, disaster yeah. movie. So he, um, Doctor John Adams, scientist man, decides to um, have his um, his young bro, who's obviously super sweet with the computers, hack the. Um, the Radio Gibson or whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's, yeah, Radio Gibson's fine. That's a uh, Hacker's Reference, which is a movie that probably came out before most of us are, uh, most of our listeners were ever born. Most of us are if you're young, <laughs> If you're young and listening to this, go watch Hackers. You're going to love it. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, there are boobs in it, so. Angelina Jolie's boobs. Uh, yeah. Uh, we've got Blake calling her parents and so saying, the phone oh my the- God, that helicopter phone, that thing's hot. There's a couple, there's a lot of these action movies do this too. They, they, they shoehorn this like the method of communication so that the characters can keep communicating throughout the movie. Right. Either it's a Skype call or something that they keep doing. And this, in this movie, the communication uh, device was this phone in this helicopter that was incredible. 
He could call anything. He could call cell phones. He could call radios. It worked all the time. It worked when nothing else worked. It was yeah. I I I made a note that all of the um, telephone infrastructure in this movie is just terrific, like really great stuff. I, all the buildings crumble to dust as soon as anything gets near them. But the copper, <laughs> solid gold. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it works. Anyway, we're still watching San Andreas, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> And Carla Gu, Gugi, Gugiana. Gu, Gugina, 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 are you, are you okay over there, Liz? Yep, I'm great. How are you? Liz is about to fall asleep. No, I'm not. I'm relaxing this couch in this was relaxing a bad idea. place that you made for me. We changed our studio positions up a little bit here so that we're no longer sitting on uncomfortable folding chairs. Now we're like lounging on a couch and facing each other. And it is really comfortable. I could, I could zonk out right now. I'd love it. Speaking of which, we had some beer. Yeah, we today. had some beer today. It was, uh. We're day drinking, there were so no, we didn't really plan ahead. Yeah, no <laughs> strawberry blondes in this movie, but it is called Strawberry Blonde by the Arbor Brewing Company. It's a wonderful 6.8%. It's a great summer beer, better when cold. It's oh, so warm. it's got to be so much better than it is, because this warm was just, this is yeah. atrocious. It's just, I'll keep drinking yeah, it's it, though. it's pretty hard. <laughs> it's, it is rough. Yeah. So, but drink, it's actually one of my favorite, I'll be honest, it's one of my favorite beers on the tap when I go to the bar when they have it on tap and I do like it when we go to the place where it's made yeah I do like it uh, cold but I, I've never had it in a can before I had it in my fridge It's we started at 3 o'clock in the afternoon today we normally start a little earlier a little later so I was, I'll just bring what I got okay yeah I mean it's beer it's, it's good. good it's fine yeah. yeah I'm sure better cold it'll be our shortest beer segment maybe one day I'll get a fridge up here Check the show notes if you want yeah, information was, on the beer. We got, yeah, we got those now. It's Brewski. So we got the science guy saying, oh, it's going to be such a big earthquake. Mr. Fantastic's f- out of the picture. Can I fucking no, talk? No, you can't because we were talking Jesus. about Mr. Fantastic out of the picture. Mr. Fa- do we want to talk about how he dies? Because we're not there yet. Does we're he not die? at. Yeah, he dies in the tsunami. Oh, when the rock fights the, the tsunami and wins? Yeah, yeah, so do not we want to just cut to the... Fuck it, let's cut to the tsunami. Not a lot happens. Like, Nothing else really happens, The right? doctor yeah. science is like, you're going to feel it on the East Coast. Real science says, no, that'll never, ever happen, ever, by the way. Um, too much buffer. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of dirt between there's here and fucking California. way too much Kansas in there. Way yeah. too much Kansas. Yes, Kansas stops. It's so flat, things just get bored and turn around, even <laughs> earthquakes. Not everybody knows <laughs> this, but Kansas, like the entire state of Kansas, is, the if you look at on a map, uh, the shape of Kansas... Directly beneath it is just iron straight to the center of the earth. Solid iron straight to the core. So the rock fights, It's there's first of all, there's a lot of shit in this movie that could not fucking happen. Because if the epicenter is on the coast, why the fuck would a tsunami come at the coast? It would go, if anywhere, it would go the other damn way. That yeah. caused, the, like they never once mentioned an underwater earthquake that would have caused a tsunami. It's just, here's a tsunami, guys, because... We haven't destroyed enough of Southern California. Yeah, there's some California left. Let's, get, let's take care of that. There are too many people alive in our movie. Let's find a way to murder them. So, fun fact. An earthquake on the west coast of California at a 9.6 wouldn't cause a tsunami on the same coast. If it caused a tsunami at all, it would be across the Pacific, which makes sense. Yeah, because the shockwaves go out. Outwards, yeah. Not in. Yeah. Dumb. It was so dumb. That's that's it. That's the dumbest part of this movie right there. Kind of. <laughs> it really we found, kind of we found our moment. <laughs> They crashed their helicopter. Look, hang on. A 9.6 earthquake can only happen in an active subduction zone, all right? <laughs> there is not one, and it has not been one under California for, like, millions of years. Everybody knows that. There's no way a 9.6 could happen. Please, check your fucking basic 
first grade facts. You make a goddamn hundred and ten million dollars. Hundred ten million dollars. You can't spend five yeah. minutes looking for how to get a nine point six to happen. This podcast cost us three hundred dollars, and we looked. I think it's about what's costing. Me. I don't know. It's. I mean, it's cost. It's cost me some money now. Yeah. With the new mixer and all these mics and these stands diamond crusted stands diamond encrusted i mean yeah. you gotta have the bling you gotta yeah. feel good even though nobody's gonna see it you want people to know that the, you can hear quality. those di- i bet our audience can hear these diamonds you can hear the quality in the yeah. diamonds so the rock does save his ex-wife yes from a building. The rock we, saves already about we already talked about the helicopter okay and, uh, and can we now, talk about how much better she looked when she had fallen through six floors of this building she had she was kind of bleeding from the ear, but like her makeup got better once she yeah. landed. It really <laughs> helped with the smoky eye. Yeah. The suit was really nicely highlighting her. Yeah, it, it brought out her yeah. cheekbones and her large full lips were all all Most pretty much right would look like on the forefront. Sandblasted pigs. But yeah, I've just, never fallen through six floors. Maybe I would be gorgeous. You'd be covered. I should in, give that a, a shot. Try, I guess. You'd be covered in like snot and blood. I, you know what would happen? You, I would have tears in just the right places to show off my muscles. Oh yeah. And my hair would be like just perfect, tussled in just the right way. <laughs> it would just be like cemented into place. I'd have like with a small cut under my eye that'll give me a tough guy scar when it Maybe heals up. Maybe a little up. blood by your on your nose. One of those. Mm-hmm. Like a of blood. Just yeah. a little bit of dried blood somewhere. Yeah, because you didn't get out it all out. Out the ear. Out the ear. Out the ear. You didn't have time to get is. it all out. Mm-hmm. You know, some of it though. You cleaned some of it off. Yeah, as much as I needed to 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 go put a tourniquet on somebody to save their life. Because <laughs> I would be the hero if that's what happened to me. <laughs> And all the concrete dust will act as concealer for your blemishes. Mm-hmm. How dare you say I have blemishes? Yeah. Perfection cannot be blemished. See? Richard knows what's going on. Where are you at? At this point, um, the, the daughter is both a plot and a MacGuffin. They're chasing. They're trying to get there. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. And he tells... So they use their magic fucking crazy phone to call the helicopter somehow... And the, the rock's like, this is the rock. How can I help you? <laughs> and she's like, Dad, I'm alive. And he's like, oh, my God, thank God, my daughter's alive. And, t- you know, he tells his wife, hey, our daughter's alive. And yeah. it's good news. Everybody's happy about that. Otherwise, the movie would be over. Yeah, at least, yeah, the movie would just be about the rock being sad. Yeah, it would, yeah, it would be movie. a helicopter ride to somewhere where they can cry together. They get heading up to the, the area they yeah, need to be in. Where all the bad San shit's Francisco. happening. Yeah, wherever. They, I mean, everything bad shit's Los happening Angeles, fucking everywhere. Point, right? I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think, it's, I think, it, went, I think it was San Francisco. They end up in San Francisco. Yeah. So they were in L.A. early and okay. wound up in San Fran. Um, you're right. You're right. I try to be. So they take the helicopter ride. They see the earthquake, and uh, the, the daughter rock tells her, wait, "Go rock- some, yeah, go somewhere high. Yeah. They go to whatever they, they, he tells her some building, or she says some building that she doesn't go to, and she can't. Yeah, she's she doesn't go there. She can't go there. It's surrounded by fire and death. So she's like, uh, let's maybe pick some place that's not fire and death. My dad would expect me to go to this other building, and, and they don't talk about it. But somehow they're psychic, and they figure out they're going to go to the same place. Well, uh, he 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 doesn't know. He's like he she would know to go to one of these skyscrapers." And so the the tsunami has left all of San Francisco flooded. So he missed one important part. It's it's only a two second part, but you missed it. He does crash his helicopter somehow, or like um, into, into he goes store. to this was way. That's actually way earlier. They go to land, and um, the the because the gearbox on the helicopter failed, so he had to land, and they had to start trying to find a way find their way north again. Right. Uh, so he goes to land, and the helicopter kind of he's got a basically crash land to this helicopter. Somehow everyone survives and is okay. Obviously 
that's fine because that's how movies work. It's in their apartment store front window. Yeah. <laughs> Again. So he gets before. out, everybody's looting, and they're like, we're covered in gas. We need to change our clothes. I thought this was going to be an excuse to see Carla Gugino with her shirt off. And they and never the rock. do that. And they never show the rock with his shirt off. Thank you. Only his daughter. Only his daughter at the very beginning of the movie. And they never do it again. Yeah. Even when she ends up like neck deep and like doing the outer water scenes, they don't end up really, it doesn't end up feeling weird, like exploitative or gross. Look at her nipples. Yeah. Like dies. check out them, yeah. them jugs or whatever. While she's dying. That's my favorite. Yeah. They, they don't really, they don't, they don't do too much with the sex yeah. appeal crap, which is great. So the rock, all he wants to do is get to his daughter. Just like, yeah. like there's not, he's not really doing a whole lot, but crash the helicopter. Way. There's people looting. Yeah. He, they steal some clothes. This first theft of the movie. Oh no, the helicopter is, I guess the first theft yeah, because that property. Yeah, yeah. Fucking thing should be going to wherever he was supposed to be going to help people, other people, not just his wife and kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I guess they're people. I should waste millions. Yeah. So he, of, well, he does. Government he dollars. Fucking helicopter. And trashes a building. What's that going to do to the government's insurance? And then some old, he meets some old people who give him a fucking airplane to take. Him. No, no, yeah. So they're, uh, they, they steal a fucking pickup truck from some doofus who tries to like shoot him in the head. Oh yeah. Yeah. One yeah, of the yeah. looters had stolen a pickup truck, um, and put a gun to the rocks head and the rocks like, uh, and the guy's like, I need this. I'll be taking this truck or whatever. And, uh, he goes, not today. Not today. He steals the gun and punches the dude in the face and they steal the truck. He doesn't get to pinch the punch. Somebody. So yeah. he, he assaults some guy that for all he knows could be the legitimate owner of that truck. Rock's first punch in the movie. Wayne, the rock Johnson. I think it's his only punch of the movie. Actually. I think so. But you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. So he punches his dude in the face and steals his pickup truck. I'm going to assume it's the legitimate owner. Yeah. No, so, he was stealing it too. Nope. Nope. Legitimate Shut owner. your mouth. He was picking up an online order of television sets and taking his pickup truck back to his house so that he could have his stuff that he paid money for. Or so he could get his wife and kids to safety. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. he's using those TVs to watch the news to keep his family safe. He's and setting up a... TV in each room so you yeah, know what's happening. An operations yeah. center yeah. so that he could save lives. And instead he gets punched in the face by some brute who's stealing his pickup truck. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Criminal man Johnson. Yeah. So criminal man and criminal man wife get in the car and start driving or the truck and start driving. Um, excuse me, that's Mrs. Criminal Mrs. Man. Mrs. Criminal wife man to wife, you. and they drive. They're driving to head to somewhere. San Francisco. I don't know where they are at this point. Somewhere between L.A. and California, I presume. Otherwise nobody's going the wrong damn way. Nobody knows what that space is because nobody ever goes to those spaces, right? So except to bury things. They get. They get. <laughs> There's just a giant, there's people on the side of the road. They're like, hey, stop your damn car, you ding dong. And they don't <laughs> stop. And somehow they didn't notice that there's a bunch of, you know, road missing in crack front of them. in the world. A crack in the world. That's a throwback to episode one. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on the What a Disaster podcast. Call backwards. That's a, yeah, it's a callback. We, we could call it that. Um, so they find the big crack in the earth. Uh, they didn't fall in it. So my, my, my big thing is here, The Rock has stolen a shirt, a helicopter, a pickup truck, and they, they stop to talk to these old people, and the old people are like, yeah, we saw the thing. It's probably pretty bad to be over there. And The Rock's like, hey, you got a hat with an airfield name on it. Where'd you get that? And he points him to the airfield, and uh, The Rock proceeds to steal an airplane and give a stolen truck away. But I will say this. It is very easy to steal a Cessna. It is incredibly easy to steal a Cessna. You know why? Nobody steals a fucking airplane. It's a stupid idea. You're going to get caught. Yep. Yeah, so he steals the airplane. 
to fly there. It runs out of gas or, or something. So he, no, no, it, it didn't even run out of gas. They just didn't have any place to land. So he's like, "Fuck it, let's jump out just of this crash bitch." It. He sets it into the ocean and jumps out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, the ocean. He doesn't know. He's jumping out of a damn airplane and just letting it do its thing. I love that part because now he has drove, driven a, a couple of trucks, flown a helicopter, flown an airplane, and jumped out of an airplane. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Because then right after that, he like lands. I don't know where they land. I didn't watch. They didn't show them landing in the like with the parachutes. You just but you see them stealing a boat later on, and that's where they fight the tsunami. Yeah. So they, they're uh, the the tsunami hits right as they of course get into the water world, which is important. You know that that the water happens, so they're in a water vessel. The tsunami starts coming out. Instead of I don't know what the rules on surviving a tsunami are, but in Dwayne the Rock Johnson's world, it is just drive up the bitch. Um, a bunch <laughs> of other boats are doing it too, on. and they're like flipping over, but somehow theirs, which is definitely not front heavy, does not flip over. And he gets up, and yeah. right when they're about to get at the crest of this thing, we're gonna make it, we're gonna make it, we're gonna make it. A shipping container ship, like a shipping ship, oh. a cargo ship, c- starts to come over the crest, and it's like, oh, bad a news. A boat of boxes. Buddy. A boat of boxes. A boat full of squares. And the squares start to fall, and it just <laughs> the propellers start to yeah. get them. It's it's, it's, it's like, bad news. It's like Tetris a movie at this point. Hydrogen yeah. shipping <laughs> containers everywhere. It's it's devastating. Also, the same forth. ship that they dodge, uh, you see going toward the Golden Gate Bridge, and it tips upright and flips and smashes into the Golden Gate oh, Bridge. Wow, I didn't notice that. <laughs> which is how the shitty boyfriend mom's boyfriend dies oh, he's really? on the bridge and he's like shoving people trying to get through and karma hits him karma right hits him right in the fucking face with a shipping container a cargo ship called karma and it just squashes him. him in the face just fucking squashes him he's squashes. dead he is he did not live no neither did a lot of people on that bridge but box. somehow it's only karma for him the rest of those people it's very sad yeah <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry Mom had a chance to call her him from the uh, from the the helicopter oh, yeah, phone. Yeah. To and leave a voicemail. If you're not dead already, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She said an F bomb. Is that your Liz that. voice? Is that the voice that you're using for <laughs> Emma? Emma, this is Emma here, and I'm gonna fuck you up, whatever your name is. Anybody got a cigarette? I don't need any more cigarettes, but give me one anyway. I've got three patches on, and I am fucked. I don't smoke. What do you mean? <laughs> Never my had a favorite, cigarette in my life. My favorite, but right there. <laughs> oh, so I wanted to put like when that um, tsunami hit, the buildings just somehow started floating away. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> all of San Francisco is just, just like whatever, man. And left. <laughs> you just you're not heavy at all. You're made of cookies and and sugar glass. So fuck it, just float away. Yeah. You're All of a sudden, it just everything that anything touches in this movie just falls apart. Oh, uh, so apparently Richard can't control his bladder. So we're going to take a quick break and then maybe we'll be back if I haven't killed them. You've got to be kidding me. And we have no place to set this plane down and we have to get as close to Coy Tower as we possibly can. In three minutes, we're going to be over the Embarcadero. And? And we're going to drop into AT&T Park. But I don't know how to parachute. That's okay. We're going to tandem jump. I, I think we should just stay with the plane. The plane's going to nosedive in the Pacific as soon as it runs out of gas. Okay. Trust me. 
Welcome back to the What a Disaster podcast. Thanks, we are, Greg. That's really polite of you. Hang on, uh, this is it. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. Richard's takes, least so, favorite part of this movie that so he, he cannot takes his stand. Boat, he takes the boat. Through the wreckage. Through the of, wreckage. Uh, what was it? Of San, Francisco? San Francisco. Oliver. Oliver. What's the older brother's name? James? Ben. Ben? Ben James. I think. Name. I don't know, I guess. We'll call him Ben. <laughs> Oliver Ben. Shit, Ben's fine. Two English boys. Yeah. Blake. Blake. Ben. Oliver. This is right? Yeah. They're in the, the half half it's an under construction skyscraper. Yeah. That for some reason has furniture moved into it, even though they are very clearly nowhere near finished with the, the construction. They are not done with this. Not this, even close. This, this, this thing needs but work. I'm I'm interrupting your story. I'm this sorry. This thing needs work. So Oliver stole a, a laser pointer. Stole a laser pointer. From the electronic store yep, they went from to. From the electronic store. And he uses it to signal the rock because they're driving they happen to be driving by the tall buildings with they're, the boat. Uh, they're going, they're, they're, he's, there, right? he's searching yeah. for for the the daughter in the tall buildings. But, He's just a little too late. Yeah. The water rushes They're in. They're like, oh my God, there's dad and mom. And he's just banging in the glass. Yeah, yeah. The water rushes in, the glass breaks, the, the world chaos again. Just like this movie. Every time you think the rock's going to save you, it means you're going to almost die three more times. Yeah, you got like, a couple more deaths. He'll before. save you, but you'll almost die three more times right. if he's trying to save you. Yep. Anybody the rock tries to save this movie has a really rough time getting to the saving part. I would see the rock coming and be like, hey, can I get somebody else that's not yeah. going to cause me to die first? I don't want to fall. And it caught and fall and get caught and then fall and get caught again or whatever's going to happen in this scenario. No, no. So she ends up underwater. For, I don't remember how she ended up underwater. She saved the kid, right? The, the building kept sinking. She That's the building everybody. that continuously sank. Like, yeah, I will say this about uh, Blake. Blake and, yeah. Blake and the, the, the mom. They're both pretty reasonably strong female characters. Yeah. They're not like just throwaway garbage. The Blake is... The Blake. The, <laughs> the Blake. Blake. Is it just strong? The Blake Dwayne is, the Blake Johnson... <laughs> Is basically the rock diet the rock, right? She right. Like has all his skills. She has all his like knowledge, all his she wisdom. She was very clearly listening when he told yeah. her stuff. She fixes Ben's leg when he gets glass stuck in it. She fixes the leg. She finds the first aid kit in the, yeah. the truck. She grabs the walkie-talkie and's like check out all this biz about these emergency channels and first responder channels. And poor Ben, he thinks he's gonna get this girl after all this. Oh no. no, <laughs> no. It's the rock. You, could you imagine? Could you imagine showing up at your new girlfriend's house? Like you just, like you, you like her, you've been together for three months. She's like, my dad, you know, you're going to meet him. Just, you know, keep an open mind. And you walk in and her fucking dad is Dwayne The Rock Johnson, bald head, giant muscles, can do anything. He's like, hey, I'm a helicopter rescue pilot. <laughs> like, this guy has no chance. He's useless. Like. Yeah, I, I mean, he is... Uh, Daddy issues that she's going to have after this. He is a useless, useless man. Because... For the most... But, you know, does he do anything outside? He gets her out of the car. He saves her. He saves like, her at the beginning. Her. That's it. He's charming. And he's, they've known each guy. other for several hours. They get a year. And this is somehow a romance subplot. He'll get a year out of it. He'll go to Christmas. It'll... He'll, he'll get, a, but he'll get to hang out with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, That's no. important stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I gauge my holidays. So far, they're all at a zero. So now that Dwayne the Rock Johnson is going to lose another daughter... <laughs> to drowning yes yeah so we didn't really talk too much about that but the the, the rock's like oh my god my daughter died or whatever yeah it was yeah, so very like, sad i would i would it was lose my shit if either one of my kids ever died it's, it's very it's, it's very upsetting which is why it's 
weird in these movies because it's never portrayed right. It's always portrayed in a really sloppy way. It was weird know? because I felt like every scene that was about his family, like even the divorce scene in the beginning when he got the letter in the mail and shit, like was just total domestic tranquility, like talking on the phone to his daughter. Yeah. Surrounded by nice things in his beautiful house. He treats him very well. Truck outside. He speaks to him both both very respectfully. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I the stress of losing a, a child and feeling like it's your own fault probably puts a strain on a relationship. So where was so where, where are we now? We Oliver got, was Oliver was um flagging uh, down. the beeping with the laser pointer. Laser pointer. Yeah. Is and this the part the water, you hate the most? Huh? What's yeah. the part that's the, well, the laser right here, right here. pointer? When the water okay, out comes in and then Blake saves all the everybody mm-hmm. and then Rock saves everybody and mm-hmm. it's just the Rock and Blake in the water and Blake can't get out and the water's rushing in yeah and there's no escape yeah and then Rock's like trying to find escape and he's like yeah. we're not giving up we're not giving up but yeah. Blake gives up she's like I'm gonna die yeah I'm gonna die let's go it's actually kind of a sad scene it's done well it is it's it, it's not bad it it, it made me uncomfortable like like that's oh, probably this, yeah yeah it's, this is it, it oh, made me sucks. it was like, nerve wracking yeah and she does drown and then the Rock finds now finds a way out like he find he's gonna move he's just to be strong. Like the way out was be strong and move some metal, which he yeah. could have done the whole time quit, because quit. he's Dwayne the Rock. Johnson. Well, I mean, he was he was reliving the fear of losing a daughter to yeah. drowning. He again. panicked, he was, maybe yeah, he right? Panicked. Yeah, but he he got her out, and that's not the part that bothers me. That's just whatever. But like then they give her they get her on the boat. Everybody gets on the boat, and they're giving her CPR. And she doesn't come back, and then and then it's like this like oh no, like she's gone. It's not going to work. We're yeah, not as, giving up. As it, soon as they brought yeah. her out of the building, I was like, oh yeah, she's definitely going to live. Yeah. So anyways, they're out of the building. They give her CPR and. It's one of those situations where they're like, where like it goes way past where you would eventually stop giving CPR to save this person, but they they don't give up, right? They give up and then they come back at it a second time. Yeah. So and then and then she comes back to life. It's it's such an old tired trope. Like we just didn't try hard enough, banging on the chest, screaming, "No, you won't leave me, damn it! Yeah. You won't go." How does that make you feel who have like actually lost people in a yeah when they've tried to be resuscitated? Like that sucks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can, unless you're Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you'll never be able to punch their yeah, chest hard yeah. enough. I, I know the movie was pretty predictable, but I thought at, right there it got r- really hokey as well. And I didn't find the movie to be hokey until yeah. right there. And that, then it got hokey. I was like, all right, now it's hokey. So yeah, I guess we'll take a break, come back with our reviews of uh, Crack in the San Andreas. It's just called San Andreas. Are you sure? Crack in the San Andreas, comma, 2012. Crack in the 2012 San Andreas. Cloverfield. Cloverfield. <laughs> This whole chunk of land will be decimated. Are you saying the whole San Andreas fault might go off? Everybody down! Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. We are going now! I'd be safe from war If I was an island we can't stop it. We can't prepare for it. It will be a global event. again from our little break there and now we're gonna just get to uh the biz here we're gonna review the movie give our final thoughts and go from there and if anybody interrupts me this week by the way hey greg what's up i'm gonna cut off a limb not yours 
not mine, <laughs> but a limb. Let's uh, let's go through, let's go around here and figure out who liked what and how we liked it. And we're going to go with Ricardo first. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I like this movie, I think. I think I liked it. Okay. How much did you like? What did you like about it? What was your favorite part? My favorite part of San Andreas. Uninterrupted, I will let you do your review of San Andreas. Yeah, because I have, I have a lot I'm of feelings. I'm not going to say a word while you review this one. I've just, really it's been... just for you. This is your time to tell us what you think, how you feel, and, you know, your final, like, if you, you have to about give this it, or it, like, out of one to ten. A long time? You just pick a number Deep between one and thoughts? ten. You can do a point. Tons of thoughts. All right, go. I'm really itching to tell you how I feel about this movie. I like the helicopter. I'm itching, too, but it's because this couch is a little uncomfortable yeah, now that I've been sitting in it a yeah, while. Yeah, well, yeah. I wish you would wear pants and underwear, not what you do wear. It would probably help. The thong. The thong thing is weird. How'd you feel about the movie? I'm distracted by Kirk's thong. I can't tell you. <laughs> I am, too, because it's getting itchy. <laughs> uh, this movie's cool. It, it was a distraction. It wasn't the best movie I've ever seen. It wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. It was one long reaction shot from The Rock. And I, I did read it. He read the script and was like, I love it. So you can kind of tell he was enjoying himself. And that's what I like most about the movie. The, the Rock is having a blast. I don't know about anybody else, but he's having a great time. Uh, what I didn't like about this movie was, I kind of went in there over that already. It's, it was a little hokey. Very predictable. It, it, I, there was no surprises in this movie at all. So I give it, I give it a... Um, a 6.3 on the Richter scale. That's a solid number. 6.3. That would destroy like some so. buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it could hurt some things. Not not tsunami big, but big enough. Yeah. All right. And Liz? <laughs> so, um, I guess my I will not favorite... interrupt you like I did to Richard. Thank you. My so. favorite feature of this Greg, movie... could you please not be rude and interrupt her? ...was that <laughs> this movie was basically a middle-aged man's divorce fueled fever dream about what if there was an earthquake and I could get my wife back. <laughs> so redemption fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Oh I man, and that, that shipping container's just gonna squish him. This is this is totally like this is like I'm up at one o'clock in the morning thinking about all the bad decisions I made in my life. And what oh, <laughs> if man. I just got into shape I would look just like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> I love it. And I could get my wife back. Start eating better, get a tan. Now, that, an earthquake. <laughs> I, I know I said I wouldn't interrupt you, but that is outside the box and beautiful and perfect, and I love it. Yeah, we should have been talking about that the whole time. Oh, my God. <laughs> it would have been a whole different conversation. You should have brought that up at the start so that Richard and I could have really gotten Digested into this. Digested that. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, my God. It would have been God. like when I've Greg been came up with the alternate plot for Cracking the World oh. after watching it six times. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, um, I would give it like a... It was entertaining for that reason. I'd give it a six out of ten. Man, it's like a ten out of ten if you think about it like that. Like if they had done that, the movie would be perfect. Like I want to see Paul, Dr. Uh, John Adams wake up like so really straight. From oh my dream. god! Yeah, it'd be like him. Yeah. It's his fever dream where he's just rescuing his wife that just left him because he's a pathetic bad scientist. And we pan over oh and his my laptop god. is like. Showing her Facebook profile, <laughs> and it's her and the architect in the picture together. And he's got a script that he's working on in the in another right. window somewhere. <laughs> but like somebody who looks like him at least, like just oh a, my just like, god, like overweight, balding. I short was picturing white man. like Paul Rudd, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, but like sloppy Paul Rudd, <laughs> right, right? Like right, really right, shitty right. Paul Rudd. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> not the Ant Man, <laughs> low rent stubble, Paul Rudd. stubble, and untucked shirt Paul Rudd, a little overweight. Like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> I work at Baskin Chub Robbins Rudd. and Ant Man Paul Rudd. Any so any uh. So anywho, yeah, and your turn. Then we're gonna, and now, so and we uh, just, and we're just so at this now. I got this great idea. When 
Can I finish, guys? I told you. I I asked you to not interrupt me. Now somebody's going to lose their arm. But and it's your guys's fault. Doesn't okay. have to be an arm. Why don't you stop telling me my business? This is why people are getting limbs cut off, Richard. So um, I'm, I'm kind of in the same area-ish as you guys. Uh, real quick, like a 6.8 on the Gregster scale. The things I did like about the movie, I mean, it was it was mostly just dumb ridiculousness, which is great. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you just want to shut your brain off, do your thing, call it good. I had a, I had a few more points that I totally forgot about when Liz made this about, oh, man, the dream of some pathetic man. God damn it. I wish I could remember <laughs> what I was going to say because it was good to not not as funny or as as heavy as what Liz dropped on our shoulders, but good. Um oh, so the things I did let's I, there are some things I did like about this movie. The stunts, uh, I guess they wanted to get the the actors to do their own stunts as often as was feasible. Right. So you do see a lot of the actors reactions and the actors actually doing their st- own stunts in this movie, which is awesome. And being unhappy about how the stunt went probably. Oh, I'm sure. Um, and then there were there were a lot of moments where you could tell they were struggling with uh, disaster movie syndrome, which is just show a bunch of buildings collapse and stuff where you had destruction porn. The the moments like you had in Titanic, where you felt like you were a part of the destruction. There were there were it, it was unfortunately kind of all over the place, but there were a lot of moments where well I won't say a lot, but there were several moments where I felt like I was trapped with these people while this was going on around me, and that was amazing and tense and hard to watch at times not to the same level as titanic obviously but still rough uh things i didn't like i mean it was it was pretty generic it was just big man save world every bingo box in the book except for the rats man almost all of them yeah so that's our thoughts on uh san andreas here starring Dwayne the rock johnson and carla gugino it was it was a and kylie minogue fun movie kylie minogue was in it alexandra daddario was in it John Adams. John Adams yeah. was in it. What's it? Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Peanut Giamatti. Peanut Giamatti. Giamatti. Peanut. Paul Giamatti. The guy from Sideways. The most important movie of the 20th century. Yeah. So Your head it. is nice, and you have a lot of money, so I'm sure you'll. trying not to move and scrape the corduroy couch. Yeah, the, the couch is a listen to this. <laughs> Everybody is- scratch on three. One, two, three. There you go. The That's couch is made you, of gravel and, and dry beans. It's uh, <laughs> Greg exists and that is a problem for my sensibilities. He is a blight to my eyes and to my ears. There's nothing pleasant about Greg. A sensory so blight. <laughs> Believe me, if I didn't have to exist, I wouldn't tolerate me either. <laughs> A sensory blight. I like that. <laughs>